0: And this is Mark Vila, and today we're going to talk about your
1: marketing checkup. Marketing checkup. If you're watching video, Mark's proudly displaying his CAS podcast mug, which he's had for years and just started using recently. I just
0: started using because I left it at the office in 2019. (laughs) Yeah. And I just picked it up like a month ago. So,
1: Well, I've got mine too, and I've been using Mm -hmm. it for years. Gotcha. And we're going to talk about your marketing checkup. And, uh, what this means is what do you do once a year, you go to the doctor, um, hopefully or once every five years. Yeah, it's, it's, it's I'm going to, I'll recommend a year, Marco recommend five, but this isn't about medical advice. Right. But okay, good. Thanks for <laughs> theoretically, you go, theoretically, you go to once a year and yeah. what do they do? They listen to your heart. They check your lungs. They give you a blood test. They check your red blood cells and white blood cells and, and uh, all, all that stuff. They just look for anything out of the ordinary because you're not sick, right? And you don't know right. you're sick. Um, you probably aren't sick. Um, but if anything is out of the ordinary, they'll take action. Um, sometimes it's uh, not a big deal, but they say, Hey, we should do something about it now because in 10 years it could be a problem. Right. Right. Um, And that's what you should be doing for your marketing. You might not notice anything's a problem. There might not be anything wrong. Business might be well, but you should do a marketing checkup. Yeah.
0: And I I think that's really important. The, you know, I mean, we've talked about it on the podcast before I talked to tons of businesses outside the industry. And um, what I find is um, like me who doesn't go to the doctor on a regular basis, I feel great. So um, I might, I go, I go along, you know, all the time for years and years and years, and I never notice anything's wrong. Um, These customers, they, um, if you're like them, then you get referral business and you get people walking up to you in the street and asking if they can buy t-shirts or you know, at church, they just stopped you after the session. And then they're, they're like, hey, do you sell T-shirts just randomly out of the blue? You know, a lot of people get their business through word of mouth, local trade shows. So, so they might have a website or a Shopify store or something like that, but they just never look at it. They never go, um, they never go get a checkup. So there could be something really wrong. And you may not notice it right off the bat, but if you start looking for more business, if you start wondering why, um, the only customers you ever get are ones that you meet walking down the street, then, um, then this episode is for you because that's what we're going to do. Um, when I talk to, I'm just going to use literally the last four businesses that I talked to. Okay. So, um, they all were in that situation. They kind of had enough business, but they wanted to grow. And so they asked me to take a look at what they were doing. I take, took a look at their websites and three out of four of them, the contact form was not working. So literally like the like when you go to a website and you fill in the like, Hey, I'd love to get information about your law firm or your medical practice or, or whatever it is like that, that form either was broken that you could tell in the beginning or you would fill it out and it didn't go anywhere. You know, it went to like an employee that hasn't worked there in four years. One website literally had been that way. When I looked behind the scenes for eight years, the contact form had not been working for eight years. So um, two of them didn't have um, Google my business profiles, which are the easy way to get, get found on maps. Um, Four of them didn't have any real content, so there was no way that anyone was going to find them online, right? They didn't use keywords, they didn't do any of that stuff. Um, one of them had Facebook pages, but they had a Facebook page and an Instagram page, but they no longer had control of it because the employee left two years ago that did it for them. Um, you know, so so these are like all problems that they did not know existed. So not only were they Like they didn't even, they don't even know what opportunities they lost. Mm -hmm. You know, people could have been coming to the site. Okay, maybe, maybe it was only four times over the past year, but it could have been someone that was interested in a $2,000 order or a $5,000 contract or something $600 a month that would, that they'd stay with the business for 10 years. You know, so just huge amounts of money from these simple things. That they would have found if they went to the doctor and got a checkup.
1: Yep, and you and we have an episode about um, the value, you know, value of customers over time. You know, your customer lifetime value and, yeah. and determining the value of a customer, and and that's a great point that you just made with all of those right there. Uh, if uh, if somebody heard about you through a friend or a referral and they searched you and they found your website and they went there and something was broken or didn't work, it, it could cause a little bit of discredit. You know, oh, I mean, I filled out the form in the website. They didn't reply to me, right? Yeah, um, or whatever it might be, like that. And um, I spoke with somebody recently too, um that was in a different industry, but um some similar results their um their website had been down for we found out later, you know, um had been down for over a week. <laughs> and they didn't know., right. um, and uh, he said, we just don't get a lot of business from the website, but we get some. Right. because somebody finds us, there's a business card floating around and, and, and we get a form, a, a few form fills, but, um, it's not that weird for us to not get one in a week or only get yeah. one that nobody thought about it. And, um, and then in addition to that, the, uh, the Google profile didn't even have the website. It had the right phone number and it had a little snippet of information, but there wasn't their, their website wasn't on their Google profile. So when you search their name, um, uh, I right on the right-hand side there where you see the little Google setup, it just said website and it said, add a website. There was nothing. So these are a couple simple things for a business that gets a lot of referrals. And uh, a lot of times when people get referrals, one of the things they do is they they just try to look the company up because they don't have the phone number maybe or an email address, or they just want a little snippet of who you are.
0: Yeah. Or I mean, I look up everyone. Yeah. Like if if I meet you in the street and you tell me what business you're in, then I'm going to Google that business. I'm going to try to find it just because I'm always curious. I want to find out more about those businesses. And if, if that's you, then, you know, you're you might be in a bad spot if everything's not working right.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So. Um, so, you know, what's the marketing checkup? you know, just how healthy generally is your overall marketing and presence? Is anything broken? Um, is there incorrect information, old phone numbers or emails? Um, is there something that's not a big deal now, but you probably should address it because it could be a big deal later. You know, um, these are all things that, that we look at. So we have a, a little list of what you can do to, um, for a marketing checkup. And these are some simple things um, and some of them are rabbit holes that can take a while to do, but we'll wrap it up on how you can make sure you are consistent with this.
0: Yeah. So, so the first one is basically if you have a website and that goes for a Shopify store um, or if your Facebook profile is your main way to get business.
1: Yes. And LinkedIn, um, anything, whatever. Yeah. Is
0: well, whatever, whatever your, your interfaces to the public mm-hmm. are, you know, does your website work and how do you determine whether or not it works or it's working well? I mean, the first thing you would do is go through each page, starting with the most important. You know, you, you might look at your, the homepage for your site or your store, look at it on your laptop or your computer desktop computer, and then look at it on your phone. Is, does everything work right? Click on the contact button. Does the contact page show up? Does it look okay? Does it look okay on your phone? Fill out the contact form. See if that's correct. Go into the back end of your website if you can. And if you don't, make sure that you have somebody that does and just look for flags. I know that um, the sites that we do are on WordPress, um, except for e-commerce, all of our information sites are on WordPress. And we go through it all the time. And as soon as you log into the back end, it will tell you if there are plugins that need updated. Mm -hmm. You know, it will flag things that might be broken. So that's kind of one of the things that you've got to do on a regular basis is just Look at everything up front and log into the back end and see, see what's up.
1: Yeah, you log into whatever that platform is. So your, your Facebook page or, um, or your actual website or whatever it is. And the first thing you just look for, is there any exclamation points, lightning bolts? A um, little warning sign warning with the signs. Yeah. yeah, fires, you know, wh- whatever symbols are symbols of bad stuff, um, you should look at those right? And that's just, that's just a simple thing to do right there. And oftentimes, if you're using social platforms as your website, um, those platforms will tell you to do something else. So they'll yeah. just put, they'll, they'll highlight a little area and just say, you don't have a website in here. And maybe you do have, you know, and uh, or you don't have a description of what you do, or there's no phone number, or you haven't updated this in X amount of time, verify your hours. If you log into Google, um, that's one that they'll do Often is they'll they'll ask you to double check your hours. Is this still correct?
0: There's a holiday coming up. Are you going to be open?
1: Yeah. So um, these are all good, um, and uh, that's really the the big thing. Is I would say is step one is um, is as you mentioned, you know, log into it, your administration, and and look for all that because that's something right away. Um, most of these places where they host websites or social platforms, they do want to tell you if something major is broken, if they can yeah. know, if it, if it knows um, it won't always know that the web forms broken, but it will tell you uh, if it knows that something's out of date or not updated or whatever. And that's important. Uh, if you don't do that stuff yourself, then you need to make sure you have somebody out there that's checking this regularly for you.
0: Right. And, and I would say, I would say also that, you know, as far as the you know taking a look at the website yourself make sure that if you're looking at it on a um on a desktop or a laptop that you log into an incognito browser you know which if you just right click on chrome or anything like that you can say you know a new incognito window and type in your website address so you get a a slightly more unfiltered view of what it looks like Um, and also you might have somebody else look at it that is not you Because just like when you look at your kids, you don't see their flaws, you know, all the time. So you're, you know, you might have a third party take a look at your site and just say, you know, um, that's a terrible picture, (laughs) you you know, or you didn't notice this was broken because this is the way you talk, but you're not saying what you meant, Mm -hmm. you know. So you can you can rely on other people for that as well. Yeah, that's and uh, uh, in addition to the
1: incognito is or private browse is, is, an, is an important one. Technically, the reason is, and just in as layman's yeah. terms, is is your, your computer and whatever browser you're using tries to save some stuff in there so it doesn't have to find it on the internet every time. So it just saves it on your laptop or your desktop. And if something broke, uh, it doesn't necessarily update to the new broken version because it just display what it showed last time. It hasn't refreshed. So it just shows you what's been fine um, and not necessarily what's broken. So the incognito or the private will force um, a a brand new refresh. Uh, You should also have a few different browsers on your desktop. So if you use Chrome, you could also have Firefox or Edge, whatever it is. Um, And then definitely look at it on mobile um if you don't have an iphone looking at it on on an iphone is important because Agreed. so many people have it um yep. and if you don't have an android uh, type of a phone it is still very important um because a lot of people have that too but um but definitely the iphone is still um you know huge in popularity and there's folks that have it and maybe don't like them you should find somebody to look at that um but also look at it in an android phone as well try to get a few different views that should be part of your checkup um so that might be friends or family um and there's also tools online that that you can look up to uh, test your website or review it and a lot of that stuff is um they're going to want to make you pay for something.
0: Right. Yeah. They're yeah, going to yeah. say it's, so free it's a and loss it's not. leader. It's a loss it's, it's, leader. Yeah.
1: So oftentimes this is simple enough to do on a basic level. Um, now if you have a complex website, you probably have somebody who manages it for you, and then they you should make sure that they're doing this and ask how they're doing it in detail. Because right. if, if it's a complicated website, they have um, they do have those tools and they're paying for them. Okay. okay. Um, now, you also mentioned about making sure um, the front end of the website, right, you're going there and we're looking at it, right? That's yes. part of this. Um, so now you should make sure that what you're saying is actually right. It's true. Yeah. Right. Not just read right, not just look right, not, bro- not just broken images or misspellings, but uh, are all? It, do you have a list of services on your website? Do you still do all of them? Yeah. Is it accurate? Is it accurate? Did you, buy, yeah. uh, did you buy a cutter that you never had before? And now you don't mention that you do all that vinyl stuff?
0: Yeah. Or, or, or you know, like one, one person I ran into, they just had an, an address on the website, the contact address that was four years old. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you used to uh, work out of your home and now you're in a shop or vice versa, you know, if you've changed the services that you offer, Um, I agree. It's really important to check the phone number, make sure that phone number still works. You know, um, we go through that all the time because, you know, products are discontinued. Mm -hmm. Um, Things go in and out of stock. You know, the keeping up with the accuracy of the information, you know, we'll do an ROI on a printing technology and, and forget to update it, even though the costs have changed of the supplies four times. You know, so someone will point it out, we'll go back and update it, but there's a lot to keep up with. And even if you have a small website with a few products on it, it's it's very likely that things change every few months.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, it's de- definitely important to review all that information is correct. And, and it is, this is kind of where it gets into a rabbit hole because you're like, let me make sure all my contact information is correct and my services are correct. And you did your job and by listening to other podcasts, but you made sure you were everywhere you needed to be on the internet. Right? So um, and we'll get into some of that that um, I think it, it, and probably the next little section here. Do you have anything else you want to add about the website before we move on to that other stuff?
0: No, let's just go through the basics of what you need to make that are definitely correct. Make sure your address okay. is correct. make sure your phone is correct. Make sure if you have an email um, address on there that that's correct. Um, you know go through and make sure that none of your pricing has changed if you publish pricing. And if the products that you're talking about are still available, I think that's the punch list for correct mm-hmm. information. Yep,
1: that's great, that's great. Uh, so we talked about your website and, and we transitioned that into everywhere else on the internet, right? Because right. now that, you know, for one, we, we did kind of start with, maybe your website is just your LinkedIn because you don't have a website, right? And Or okay. whatever, and, and that's good. But if you've gone through some of the exercises we've spoken about in other podcasts, you've set up a Google My Business, You've set up a bing places. You may or may not be on Yelp. Um, social media, you may be in a bunch of different places. Um, you may have registered with uh like a chamber of commerce or a local networking group, but now all of a sudden you're you're like, dang, I'm in like 15 different places.
0: Yeah. And all that information has to be correct. Yeah. And has to match. Mm-hmm. Right. So and and I think you started with the with the two big ones. Um, Google My Business is a free service offered by Google that um, it's how you get listed on the internet. They've made it super simple. You just go to Google My Business, click the login, and uh, they'll walk you through how to create your own business listing. And that is what shows up in search. And it also shows up in Google Maps. So if you're running a local business, it is vitally important um, that you're there, that it's completely filled out, and that it's all accurate. Um, And, you know, I think 78% of all searches, or I'm going to make up several different numbers during this podcast. 78% (laughs) of all searches are done with Google. And that's where Google My Business uh, shows up. Uh, Bing Places is the Microsoft equivalent. um, And that is where if you use Yahoo for some reason, or um, if you have a Windows laptop or a Windows phone that uses Edge as a browser. Um, which my all of our laptops at Coldessi come with Edge pre-installed. Mm-hmm. So that is where that same information is delivered through MapQuest or whatever the Microsoft version of Google Maps is. So both of these working together um, will give you exposure to everyone in your area if you build it right that's looking for your service. This is why... Your address has to be right. Your phone number has to be right. Like Mark Vila said, your hours have to be correct. And especially I liked what you said about services.
1: Yeah. If you just bought an embroidery machine, um, part of your checkup is making sure that you list that on all those places that you do embroidery. Yeah. Because somebody is going to jump on Google right now in your area and say embroidery near me or something like that and if your profile doesn't say embroidery google won't know to show it to them right yeah. and uh, and that might not be a big portion of your business or anything like that um, but this is one of those these are those things that are so little time and they're so free and they're so easy to yeah. do that gosh if you just get, if you got if you get a customer a year out of that um, two customers a year, or something like that, almost nothing. But those customers turn into referrals, and this is all part of your growing your business. Even if it's not a huge part, it is a big deal. Yeah. And uh, if it is a big part of your business, it's a massive deal. If any of that Agreed. stuff is right, because if you get a lot of business of people searching, you know, t-shirts near me, awards near me, you know, custom. I, I, I mean, honestly, you
0: know. like if you're a local business, I think. um. Your Google, business, Google My Business profile is, it could be more important than your website. Mm-hmm. And um, Google and Microsoft and Facebook and LinkedIn, all of these services have some level of priority for new information. So they, they love it when you update things. Um, you can even with Google My Business, you can even, even do blog style posts. You can upload promotions into Google My Business. You can have a live chat on Google business. So all of these things, like the more you participate, the more you check and make sure you should at least check and make sure it's accurate. But the more you do that and the more you make small changes and the more you participate, the more these search related um, platforms will reward you with more eyeballs.
1: Yes. And um, this this is how it works. Right. And because and, we think of it as like from the highest level as we can. Which starts with Google or Bing or Yelp or whatever they may be, right? Yeah. Um, what they want, they want people to use them, right? And yep. uh, no, they 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 recognize that no business is infallible, right? That that Google could be taken over by somebody else for search one day if they don't remain the best. Mm-hmm. Um, how to so if they're the best and you want to use them all the time, what does that mean? That means when I go there, I find what I want. You go. You go to Google or Bing or wherever you go. You go there because you find the answer you want. Um, what what might that be? That might be, um, you know, finding the business, talking to somebody, um, seeing, uh, and, and all the things that you build around that. So if you upload pictures and you upload a good description and you have your phone number on there, that's right, and your address on there, that's right. That means that when somebody is looking for your business or a business like yours, they go to Google, they find it. They stop searching. Google wins and Google gets another point in that person's brain for being the right place to go. Uh, In turn, if you answer the phone and provide the pictures that people wanna find and have good information and you are a good listing for Google. Google is going to Google's uh, AI is going to say when somebody is searching for this, send them here because this is the stop. This is the win. The person succeeded. They like it. They They like like it. it.
0: They go there. They stay there. They make a call. They chat.
1: Yes. So then Google says, this is a good one to show more people. Yeah. Because it's going to make the person achieve what Google wants, which is uh, a satisfactory search. And then Google, therefore, gets more clout for that person. So yeah. participating makes automatically gives you uh, more business in, in one way or another over time.
0: So And, and so accuracy, um, for example, I, I arranged to meet um, a business associate for lunch just outside West Shore Mall in Tampa, one of the restaurants right around the outside. Um, they had it listed that it opened at eleven, and when you get there, it didn't open until one. You know, so I'll never go there again. You, you know, so so that yeah. inaccuracy cost. If you've got a t-shirt business, and in your you know and in your descriptions you spell it t-shirt every time. You know you. <sighs> You know, I've seen, I've seen things like this. Yeah. You know, if, if it's inaccurate, then the customer doesn't feel good about you. They're probably not going to click, but if everything looks good and you're participating and you've got pictures and you got your services and you're paying attention, then you're just going to give a great impression. And just like, I'm never going to go to that restaurant again. Mm -hmm. Someone that has a good experience, gets the information that you need, goes to your place or orders from you online and has a good experience. They're going to come to you again. And this is where it all starts is checking your listings Mm -hmm. everywhere and making sure they're accurate.
1: Yep. Uh, Another part that we didn't write down, but you reminded me of in these listings is um, in all of these listings, Facebook, um, Google, wherever it might be, um, there's often reviews in there too. Yeah. And while you're in there, it's a great thing to take a look at those reviews and see if anything needs to be addressed. Um, Whether it's saying thank you, we love you too, <laughs> or saying, uh, sorry, we made a mistake. We're going to make it right, right? Whatever yeah. that is. So uh, this is all part of it. But um, this is, uh, I think that wraps up kind of your listings. Don't forget if, if this is anywhere that you've been listed. So it is important to keep like some sort of a collateral I was list. just
0: going to say that is keep, keep a spreadsheet or a Google doc or something that just has links to everywhere that you are.
1: Yeah, you might forget that um, two years ago you got an email from the local newspaper that said, "Hey, you're a business. Do you want to be on our business listing on our website?" And you posted yeah. it there, and you don't even know if you got any business from it because you took it five, yeah. took you five minutes. Um, just, but if if the phone number is wrong and it hasn't been updated in three years, man, who knows what you missed? And yes. and, that's and, and I
0: I know this seems like a lot, but you know I'll I'll come clean here. You know, Coldesi has probably. Fourteen different websites, and we've got between four and six different Google My Business profiles, and those all have Bing profiles. And you know we've we're we're in a lot of different places, and uh, we're not perfect. So yeah. luckily, we have um, salespeople that go through, and you know good great customers that let us know if we've done something wrong. Um, by all means if you have that opportunity where somebody points out something that's incorrect, um, say, thank you and fix it. You know, don't, you know, yeah. don't, ah, oh, you know, yeah. Can't yeah I can't believe claim. I heard
1: from this person <laughs> again Ana. yeah. I don't I'm claim kidding. that uh, you that you need to be perfect or that we are, you know, all, all, all the time, especially when you have a, uh, when you're running a lot of stuff, you're going to run into things like, oh gosh, spelling mistake, forgot that. Oh, I haven't checked Instagram in an in, in X period of time. You oh, know, yeah. I, I haven't I, um, but um, getting, especially when it's your business and your business is small enough where you um, can manage it. It's a great place to get started and build that culture from within. And then as you grow your business, maybe you get to a point where you can delegate that down to other yeah. people to do it and, and and so on and so forth. And you're going to make mistakes and you can't beat yourself up about it. But if you're doing this checkup, the point of the checkup is that something is wrong and yep. you find it. And, and maybe uh, maybe it's been wrong for a month, but you found it and you fixed it. And then and then that's good. Being wrong for a month or six months is better than being wrong for a decade, you know? Yeah. Or, I mean, I
0: think I think we've got one. We just found one the other day that's been wrong for at least a year. Yeah. At, at least a year. Just a spelling on the front page of one of our websites in an obvious a, place. Yeah.
1: Had, there was a fax number on the Coleman and company page that was that's the fax got shut down a year ago or whenever it was. Yeah. I don't remember.
0: That's because no one should fax. Yeah. But but the
1: number was was on an FAQ. OK, you know, yeah. And, and it got found out because someone said I faxed in my form and we said and someone was like, what does that mean? Um, <laughs> but well,
0: uh, one yeah, years at work for us,
1: it was and it was one of those things. So so we went in there, and corrected it and it was probably don't, we don't know how long it was wrong, for, months or whatever yeah. it was. It doesn't matter. But the point is, is is that it was fixed. So uh, let's go ahead and move on to some other things.
0: Yeah, I love, I love to check your print materials because you know, um, I'm famous for hating things that are printed um, because they, because once something is printed, you have to throw it out if it's wrong. Yeah. It's not like a web, it's not like Google business where you can fix something very quickly. It's, you know, oh, I ordered 10,000 of these brochures and they're all spelled wrong, you know? So um, I think really checking through your print materials like on a regular basis is a great opportunity to um, update things and to correct things that that have been incorrect for a while.
1: Yeah, and and something being spelled wrong is definitely uh, a failure on a at a different spot because you printed it with a spelling error. but but it is true. Um, but further, it's um, your make sure that your business cards, if they list, um, your Facebook profile that it's not one, that you didn't delete it because you decided decided you were done with Facebook, and now it doesn't exist anymore, you know, right. or uh, or you used to use your mobile number for your business. Now you have a business phone number. So you don't answer your mobile number anymore. you know, Bob's print shop. you know right. because uh, you just answer like what, what do you want? You know, cause you figure it's uh, somebody trying to um tell you about how your car, um, insurances needs to be updated <laughs> you <need a> <laughs> or your extended warranty. There's a problem with yes, <laughs> yes. So, uh, so you started, so anyway, um, these are just, it's a great to just look at this stuff. So business cards, letterhead flyers. Um, if you have any posters or printed banners, there's a, my daughter ice skates and we've been going there for years and they have the, um, bathroom wall, advertisement thing okay yeah that hasn't been changed ever ever (laughs) since i since i've been going there so years there's a uh, place that does cyber security for your business and there's i've stared at this thing 400 times (laughs) (laughs) there's a dance place you know um and i'm always curious
0: like do they still do those dance lessons on Tuesdays? Oh, no. See, because I'm, it's been four years. where I'm going. I'm very curious <laughs> how many people sit, are, are in the bathroom and say, say, you know what? I really do need to improve my cybersecurity. Yeah. Let me just stop and write this company down and give them a call. Where did you see us? Um, the urinal. That's where no, I saw you.
1: I'm actually looking at you right now. I called. <laughs> I'm, um Terrible. But uh, that it's an interesting thing because I wonder if the person who paid for this um, has ever come back to look at it again.
0: Yeah, or, or you know, what? or even just looked I'll,
1: at the file that they sent. You know, even I'll, I'll
0: say also that a lot of these things are like you know you pay for those kinds of things um, regularly. So so somebody may have been paying twenty five dollars a month. Oh yeah, you know to be part of a flyer or a placemat or a wall advertisement or something like that for stuff that they don't do, you know, with bad information on it. So I'm yeah. um, good. It's a good look. The post. Yeah, and it, could, it could be old
1: logos. It could, I mean, anything, anything, anything that, that it could be, you list a partner on there. Who's not a part of your business. And now that partner does something nefarious. So you prefer your name, not be associated with them. I mean, seems very,
0: that seemed like a very specific example.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, anything in this world can happen. It's 2022. You know? It's true.
0: Did you did you know that the president of one of the companies that we used to deal with in Australia was arrested for murder? Yes, I I actually I remember that. So we no longer have his picture on the website. See, we caught that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, but all but <laughs> regular you know,
0: checkup. You don't know. You don't it's know. so
1: true. There is. I think I mentioned this in a previous podcast. There's two orthodontists that advertise on a banner at a school. Okay. And I every time I do drop-offs or pickups, I see it. One of the banners is just terrible. It's just sun faded and cracked. Oh, yeah, and, and and not very legible. And I wonder, I've said, does this two things? I wonder. Um, one is just has this orthodontist ever looked at that, and if that's acceptable for a banner to them. I'm not interested in seeing what's acceptable when my teeth look like.
0: (laughs) There you go. I like that. That's a good decision.
1: Yeah. And the one next to it is crisp and clean and nice and friendly. And I hope
0: um, it's another orthodontist.
1: It's another orthodontist. They're next. There's two. (laughs) I'll take a picture of it. I'll show you. Please do. Because I would
0: have a banner next to it that said, I'm not that guy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's two. So which one are you going to call? Now, maybe this orthodontist paid. They got a phone call one day and they said, yeah, what do you want? School 500 bucks. Sure. Sounds good. What do I need to do? Nothing. Wonderful. Here's $500. Thank you. And that's great. But if they forgot to check up on that, they don't even realize that their name is being uh, mildly tarnished next to somebody who looks better in a vanity type of a business. It's a vanity business. So, um, but posters, banners, you should keep a list. You should check up on this stuff. Um, And then I think that's the end of that list. I mean, anywhere that that you can't see on the internet, you need to check those. And yeah, update yeah. them and, and and I won't be really mad if you have a wrong email address on a business card and you scratch it out with a pen. Um at least you did that. But yeah, uh, agreed. But, agreed. Um, but, but versus not having uh, versus not having one. Same with you, the
0: phone number.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but, uh, but those things should be updated and, and, um, in general, you should just look at all that stuff because I'll tell you my, I definitely have heard stories over the years, um, where somebody went to a trade show and they passed out a bunch of business cards, wrong cell phone number on it. Yeah. Old number. Guess what? It goes, it goes to Terrible. their ex-wife. Do you think they're <laughs> going to get any of those leads? <laughs> you know? Um, so it's, it's a great thing to do. Um, especially this, and I'm going to one last thing on the printed stuff. If something big is going to happen like a trade show or maybe like a parent teacher conference day at the school or, uh, anything like that, whatever examples go with it. And you say, you know what the ice skating rink's having a Christmas party and I've got a urinal sign. Yes. Check on it before the Christmas party. Because there's going to be normally there's there's 50 people there in a day, and
0: there's going to be 500. I'm I'm just going to throw this out there. Would you, by any chance, be be sponsoring the beverages at this Christmas party? Because then it's kind of a circle there. You know, you know. <laughs> there we go. That's that's actually a great idea. That's I think I think idea. we're onto something. It's you give away category. free
1: water, and then you get two touch points of marketing. It's on the watch water for bottle. The, and- uh,
0: watch for the podcast all about that circle of. <laughs> Of, life, of marketing okay. life. Okay, okay. So I have another one.
1: It involves chili. <laughs> okay. Um, we'll talk no, about this one. E- check your emails too. <laughs> check, check
0: your emails. Check too. your emails. Check your emails, check your that's emails. So that.
1: that's next. Check your emails. This is, um, this is a, it goes along with websites and stuff, but I think it's a little bit different that it's just it worthy is. of saying separately. Um, the reason why I mentioned this is, uh, um, recently, we did a full audit of our email automations. We have like 20 automations. If you buy certain products, we send you uh, instructions on how to use it or recommended other product that might go with it, or or you sign up for um, an email list because you want to learn about a piece of equipment. So we send you updates on on regular updates on that. And we did a full audit. And in that audit, we probably may wanted to make 10 changes yeah. out of, uh, out of uh, I don't know how many emails, doesn't matter, but... Um, and it, some of those changes were mildly critical, like, oh, that's an old article. That information is not accurate. We should send it to the new one. It's more yeah. accurate. I should say there's more info. We did a deeper dive. Um, so it wasn't bad, but it wasn't our best foot forward. Um, and others were articles we realized we should get rid of. Um, others were just, we used an old logo. The Coldessi logo changed. A the couple of them one. had the old logo, which is. Again, it's not, none of these were critical, but they're all part of the big picture. Uh, and then further um, is your email signature. Because here at Coldesi, and in many places, your email signature doesn't pop up when you send an email. It's automatically added after you hit send. So it's one of these things that you do not see as you're sending emails. Right. That's true. You could have a little footer note. Um, that has a wrong link or an old phone number or a wrong title or a reference to business partner that's now in jail um, or referenced your ex-wife or ex-husband that is not an amicable relationship anymore. And you prefer leads don't go there. I mean, there's all these different things that can, that can end up. Um, Also while you're in that email signature, get rid of that like big giant list of things, disclaimer that says like, don't send art, in this format and warning you know no
0: the one that i hate the most that still crops up in some of our internal emails is uh please don't print this save the planet you you know what i mean like there's a long paragraph about you know please don't print out emails this electronic communications Um, we support, you know reducing waste in the environment and things like that and those are on some people's emails and i very much appreciate the sentiment but no one's printing your emails. You, you know, like, like people don't, many people don't even have printers. Anymore, I, I so. actually
1: do not own a printer. Um, now if somebody does print emails, uh, a reminder at the bottom is not going to stop them.
0: That's true. I, have, <laughs> I appreciate I have someone the sense it. Specific
1: in mind is it's, it's, yeah, I do. We have the same person in mind. Yeah. Um, it is, uh, it's, that's a funny one. And I agree. Um, now, Um, I will say we do something that I don't prefer, but in our invoice emails, like from Coleman and company, we do have disclaimers on the bottom because they they talk about how UPS... Um, ever since 2020, delivery companies just decided that they, they have no more responsibility of doing what
0: they say. Yes, yes. We don't really have to deliver your package yes, at all. We don't we have, have to
1: deliver it and we don't have right. to do anything nothing about it. Nothing you can do about that. And right. there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> so, um, but so, uh, which does remind me about transactional emails. Transactional emails, uh, if you have a web or e-commerce store, um, are different than than your email when you're dealing with sales. So your sales signature might be nice and crisp and clean and you don't have any and you did you deleted the um the stuff at the bottom that was just didn't need to be there. Uh, but maybe your transactional emails should have a disclaimer that you only have uh, X of many days to uh, to ask for uh, a rework or or to or to complain about you didn't like something or or whatever whatever disclaimers you have to have for your business. Yeah. So transactional emails are an important update. And uh, I just did a review on our transactional emails on our Coleman dot com website, and um, I decided to change nothing.
0: Okay, that's a good decision. Wonderful.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, but but it was nice to check that off. And I will find when you do your marketing checks like this, um, uh, most of the time you're going to say you don't need to change anything.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I I agree. Especially, especially, you know, I mean, things change change so often for us that we may, like every other time, find something to change. Yeah. Uh, But most businesses don't. And the other thing I would add to both is that you should send a personal and a marketing email um, to someone else that you know, or if you have a different email address that has nothing to do with your business, to check on deliverability. If you're not used to um, checking on deliverability statistics inside your marketing emails, um, which I'll ask Mark Vito to comment on, but you know, you, what you want to check for is to make sure that your emails are getting through. So it may be that for some reason, you know, the, the regular emails, nobody gets them or one in 10 people get them, or no one that has an AOL that uses AOL as an email service provider gets your emails. Mm-hmm. You know, Or there could be things like that that may be important to your business if you do a lot of email activity. So just a quick check. Hey, mom, did you get this email I just sent you? No, you don't have to buy anything. You know, um, Just let me know if you got it, how long it took. Yeah, like that's,
1: that. that's a good comment. That's a good comment to make. And that that goes along with um, asking other people to check your website too, you know, and using private browsers and and checking your mobile and your desktop. Um, All of these things are are really important to do. And uh, and I think to um, well, I mean, we can comment. I since you asked me to comment, I will just for anybody itching for the more commentary from me. (laughs) But um, if you uh, are doing marketing emails through a service provider um, uh, the MailChimp, you know, or something like that constant contact, you know, um, they have reports that they will run for you. And a lot of people will send an email and never look at what happened with it or look at long-term reports. So if you use an email providing service like that, they'll have reports and you should look at them. You can also, um, typically uh, open up like a support ticket with one of these, and maybe ask on how to get that report or how to get that information or find out if you can be compared to um, similar accounts like yours just to make sure it's healthy. And, and if something is not healthy, like maybe uh, you go into a report and you see spam complaint is like a red, right? Um, yeah. Or there's an exclamation next to it or a lightning bolt or fire or that hand crush symbol. <laughs> Um, If any of those things are there, you can also just ask for their support and say, hey, I noticed this is happening. And they'll send you an article or some documentation on some things you might be doing wrong um, to help you improve that stuff. And uh, if you're sending your marketing emails out through your Gmail, um, just a side note tip, I mean, don't BCC a bunch of people. Don't yeah. BCC everybody yeah, on your that list the list and send be. a marketing email about a shirt that's on sale because um, that's a that's a great way to get your regular email address put into spam box by Google, and then then people won't get your emails with uh, an invoice or anything like that. So if you are um, if you do use like Google Business Email or a GoDaddy Email or Microsoft Outlook Email, whatever it is, and you do find customers telling you that um oh sorry your email went in my spam and it's from like outlook.com you know yeah um another good reason to open up support ticket with one of those um companies and find out what the issue might be
0: yeah and and i'll i'll just add that the other you know some of the things that you're looking for in there as part of a checkup would be you know what percentage of people are opening your emails and what percentage of people are clicking on your emails and that's just going to be for automation
1: stuff not like your Gmail won't show you that if you No use no Google no, Gmail. but
0: if you're using Mailchimp or Constant Contact. I did look in look at Constant Contact for one company and um, literally like 1% of the people that they sent emails to were opening it. So it was terrible and they had list of their competitors was in there. So it's a good it's a good review to make. You know, mm-hmm. make sure that your your email signatures are healthy, make sure your auto response and your e-commerce e-commerce Emails are accurate and say what you want them to say. If you're doing marketing emails, make sure that they're um, getting delivered, being opened, and that people care enough to click. Otherwise, don't do marketing emails.
1: I am adding another note. I just thought of something. It's a PS at the end of the notes here. Um, Check your voicemail. Check your voicemail message. The one that people get when they call you. Um, I'll tell you, I, I haven't even listened to mine in my personal one in forever, but I just no. have like the generic auto attendant, like, thanks for calling Mark, <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> but that's all I've needed, you know, because, yeah. um, because, uh, I just haven't needed it for, for business or personal purposes. But if you, if it's your business and somebody's calling your business, um, it probably, you should just make sure that that's right. Again, um, you could have the voice of, uh, of a criminal person, who got famous on the internet for saying bad things. So people recognize their voice and that used to be your business partner. I don't know what it would be, but <laughs> there's, okay. uh, you should like check that. it again. Make sure it doesn't make, I'll tell you what, I mean, there's all the times where um, um, I've called people various times in the past. I've called people and it says stuff like, Hey, your voicemail says you're on vacation um, in June. Yes. Uh, it's, it's March. <laughs> so uh, you might as well just leave it if you're going in vacation in June again, I guess. It's right. almost the there. Um, so check your voicemail. Uh, and again, this is one of those things where um, you should just schedule this. And I think this can wrap it up, right? Is I like that. Make up a schedule that rolls through all of this stuff. It, it depends on your business and how important things are. If your website's very important because a lot of people go there, and you get a lot of information and you tell people to go there often, you're probably going to want to check that monthly. Um, If, uh, if you, if your website's maybe reasonably important, but you have big clients that come through there, like I don't get a lot of business from my website, but when I do, it's big. Maybe you want to check it. Maybe you still check it monthly. Maybe you check it every couple of weeks. Um, if you're going to have a big event of some sorts happen, a big ad spend, or you're going to be going to, um, a local County fair and have a booth, I don't know what you're doing, but if you're going to have an event and you're going to share things, that's a great time to do it. So some of the things are going to be time sensitive because you're going to the County fair. Others are going to be, uh, critical because you regularly get a bit lot of business there and then everything else you can kind of interval. So maybe, um, Uh, maybe you just check your business cards and such, uh, every six months. Yeah. You know, you check your Facebook page. Um, you go there often to upload pictures, but log into your profile once every couple months. Um, especially if it's not very busy, you know, you don't get a lot of traffic, maybe every other month, but build out a little mini calendar, um, write everything that we've written down and anything else that we miss that's important for your business, put it into your, um google or outlook calendar set uh dates to do stuff so noon repeating. yeah noon on uh on june 15th you're just going to check your business cards letterhead and uh and the flyer that you have up in a bathroom yeah you don't have to drive to the bathroom if you still have the digital version but you probably should drive to make sure somebody didn't like i don't know spit coke all over it <laughs> you know i don't know Again, you have oddly specific examples. Oh, it's, I mean, you're at the ice rink. There's hockey kids all over the place. Do you think, are these the, are these the most uh, uh, polite people in the world? Probably not. They're hockey kids. They hit people for fun.
0: Okay. I, I mean, and see, I associate <laughs> hockey kids with Canadians that I just assume are polite. I, you know what? I, I will
1: say nobody spit Coke on this one <laughs> that I'm referring to. So the kids <laughs> apparently do respect the ads. Uh but Respect anyway, put it has. on a schedule, put That's it on a, a t- schedule, check on things, uh, figure out how often you're going to go there, consider events that may be happening and be sure to schedule this stuff and have it in advance. Um, if you are if you're doing an event that require print materials like business cards, you don't want to check your business cards Friday before the Saturday event. That is important to do still. But you should probably yeah, so. check them one month out. This way, you have time to edit, order, get them in, check those, fix it if there's a problem. So, um, these are all things to consider ahead of time. and uh, And then the last PS is just check your voicemail every once in a while.
0: Yeah, I like that. You know, I think um, <laughs> I think this is a, this is a useful episode. I really would appreciate it if all of you would actually do these things. Yeah, you know, you know, like I, I think that. Um, I mean, we do better when you do better. And these are just simple, free things that you can do to make sure your business is, has got every chance of success. Um, it's important. You should do it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. What's great about what's interesting about business in general and doing these things are if you um, ask a typical small business owner, when, when was the last time you went through all this stuff? Right, because we've talked about this before. A lot of them are like, Gee. <laughs> you know, never, like never. I, I, have a guy who looks at it. When did <laughs> when did when did he look at it last? Actually, I think it's his wife looks at it. Okay, her. Uh, no, I mean, I don't know. You know, and and that's where you run into it. And and the problem or the good thing is maybe is that business is fine. Yeah, like everything's going fine. Um, yeah. but to round it back to the doctor thing. Um, if, uh, everything, maybe everything is fine with your health, but you have a, one of your potassium is off. Iron is a little low and you never knew about it. And then you don't do anything about it. You never check it. And then one day you feel pretty sick and the doctor says, oh, this has probably been going on for a decade if you would have taken some vitamins, you'd probably feel better. But now, now we have to like address it for real, you know, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. you got to take a shot. You know. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, that's what could happen with your business is your website form has been wrong for so long that all of this business keeps trickling away and the referral starts slowing down because your phone number on Google is wrong. It's and all of a sudden you're missing. Yeah. yeah you that opportunity, which was growth referral starts dwindling and dwindling. And next thing you know, it's been two years and you have all of these problems, the cancer spread and, uh, and now you gotta, you're starting from
0: scratch in a lot of places. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. All right. I think, uh, I think that does it. Uh, this has been, uh, Mark Stevenson and Mark Vila from cold Yes, you are from cold You guys (laughs) have a, a great business.